launching. Now launching. The dumbest radio show in America. <laughs> Welcome to Common Man and T-Bone. Long story long. We're stupid. We are never going to talk sports again. I agree with you. It's done. It's I agree finished. with you. So we've, we've discovered two things on the show today. No more sports ever, and I'm in the market for a new lady. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm officially open for business. Featuring Panama Ted. Too hot. Timmy Hall. I will rub one on my face. And a collection of profane noises. Coach? No, Dom. I'm a genetic freak. <laughs> and I'm not normal. I want me some glory hole. I'll keep it in the room. Stop breathing. It used to be a lot longer. The numbers don't lie. Bah! Bah! This is stupid. <laughs> this is man and bone. <laughs> <laughs> Happy weekend. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. We had a jam-packed week's worth of shows today. A lot of news. A lot of coaching news. Oh, yeah. Jim Harbaugh gone. Mm Mm-hmm. Going to the Chargers. Did we talk about that on the show, Teddy? Is that on the best of? Oh, good. Okay. Okay. That's nice. This isn't the best of. Well, whatever. It's just Common Man and T-Bone Weekend. I know. But but what are we supposed to call it? I mean, at a weekend. Collection of crap. Okay. That's fine. Because best of sets up expectations. No, you're right. Like, oh, this is going to be good, guys. Listen to this. No. This is like when someone who studies insects is like, I'm going to get all the grasshoppers native to this area. They're not the best grasshoppers. It's just a version of each of it. That's right. A representative sample. Yes. Which you have to, uh, never mind. I'm going to leave that alone. How you doing, Teddy? Doing good, Mike. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. What's coming up on the show today? Well, as you mentioned, we did chat about uh, Jim Harbaugh taking the Chargers job because he had to get out of Ann Arbor because it smelled so bad up there. That's right. It does smell there. This is what we've become. It stinks. They're winning national championships. We're talking (laughs) about how it smells. Look at you, stinky. Yeah. (laughs) That's right. The OSU Hoops team, which plays at Northwestern tonight. Smells there, uh, too. They're Mm. trying to get a road victory. Oh, man. Trying to get any victories right now, (sighs) right? Yeah. If they lose tonight... Is that 14 in a row? Road games. Uh, road games. Uh, yes. I want to say that's right. 14 yeah. road games in a row. It's the last road over game a calendar year. They won was January 1st and of 2023. Where was that? At, At Northwestern. Northwest. Right. So this would but, be, if they don't win this one, it's like they've gone a calendar year and they've gone through all the other, basically all the other rest of the Big Ten and still this not got a This Northwestern team's are pretty good. That's what I'm saying. This is a tournament it's team not, right now. Yeah. Buckeyes are not right now. So, tough game. Do you know who called that game for us on the radio? On January 1st? Yeah. Well, chances are, you know, wasn't Big Daddy. That's right. Was it Matt Andrews? It was not. Okay, was hold it, on, uh, hold on. Hold on. Was it Neil Sika? It was. Yes. Neil Sika! Yes. There we go. Sika to truth. Yeah. And, see, an airplane had to turn around because of farts. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, that's, yes, I forgot about <laughs> Aggr- that. Aggressive farts yes they were aggressive we had our usual wild card wednesday fun and we found out that timmy he once wore some underwear that would shock him awake common man and t-bone weekend starts now common man and t-bone weekend i I just want to i want to tell everybody yeah that i failed you failed i failed as a man Okay. I have failed as a broadcaster. Okay. And I'm fa- I have failed as a prick. Because quite honestly, you know, my stature here at this radio station, 20 years mm-hmm. of fair to slightly below average radio. Yes. I mean, I've been around for 20 years. Right. I have some pull around here. Some pull. Mm-hmm. 
Would you agree? Some clout. I, I tend to think so. Okay. How many times have I bitched and moaned about weather forecasts that are nine <laughs> hours old playing on this show? You How and, many times? I, uh, hundreds of times. I, if you're listening to it saying, take an umbrella to go to lunch as you start your day, huh? Why? Yeah. It's 3.20. So are we. We think the same thing. And then we go back there and say, can we get some current weather? And every single time it's, yeah, I'll look into that. Well, no, the, the thing is, our, apparently they go from here and then they go yell at the people who do that on TV. Well, you, you and ta- we ask, tell me who to yell at. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Bring me to the weather office. Here, you I'll know, yell at them. Can I tell you what you're hearing, folks? Is like, if we... We've, we've actually had this where like the, the five o'clock newscast is going on and we'll be out there playing ping pong, which I want to point out this place, 10 TV put our parent companies put us together in this building and they put a ping pong table right outside the big giant doors, which apparently are made of paper that are right next to where they do the te- the five o'clock news. And then they say, how dare and you use the ping pong when table? When people are playing ping pong, they're like, uh, guys, can you be quiet? Uh, we actually have uh, some news going on. I don't know if you know that. And so they come out and yell at people around here because the TV product, we got to keep the TV product happy. We, the radio people, are like, hey, when you have your weather people that we're helping promote, you know, your shows, when we ask, could the weather people update the weather, I don't know, once before 6 p.m., they go, yeah, we'll get on that. And then they never do. And it's like, what? Then you know what? I'm getting a band. I, we're going to put a band I out in the ping pong area. all of you to know that we know and it bothers us. I'm just telling you what you're hearing is frustration from people who are like, no, everything matters here. And then they got 700 people working at 10 TV and like 12 people working here. And we're all like, hey, can we get some attention on our stuff? They're like, yeah, yeah, we'll get to it. And Pay then attention and- to the little details. <laughs> Sunday's weather. <laughs> You know, this is a really rainy day for July. It's like, it's January. What is this from? Where right. did you get that? Coaching stuff. Titans are hiring Bengals offensive coordinator Brian Callahan to be their new head coach. So we heard some rumors that he was a hot commodity. He was apparently interviewing well. You know, he was the opposite of Eric B. Enemy. I guess. Well, I guess would go into interviews and just take his pants off and smile at you. Brian Callahan goes into interviews and wows you. Even though, in theory, he's really in charge of nothing. Well, that's the that's the tough thing to square, isn't it? And I guess, like to your point about Eric Bieniemy, if your argument is, well, he hasn't gotten a job because look who his quarterback is—he's got Pat Mahomes. Like, okay, how has Brian Callahan done other than when he's the offensive coordinator for Joe Burrow, who is not Patrick Mahomes? I grant you, but do we really think that this offense hums because? non-Joe Burrow is quarterback or do we think Joe Burrow in offense great don't we don't we usually think that's what it is I'm sure he has some secret sauce and he's doing a good job first of all yeah he's not Pat Mahomes he's better oh I've oh okay than Pat Mahomes okay Josh Allen also better than Pat Mahomes is that so <laughs> what I've been told by people who said that some dude on TV well he's wrong flat out wrong no he said regardless of the outcome regardless of the outcome i'll take pat i'll take josh allen over pat who was who said it ted someone said it which outcome by the way outcome of the game the win the win and loss which one because they've played this specific playoff game multiple times and only one of those two quarterbacks has been on the winning team during the regular season bills get them 
Yeah, during the regular that's season. That's right. That's that's what I'm told is that's what matters. Is and Josh Allen is that, so much better right. than Pat Mahomes. Can you imagine? Seriously, can you imagine Pat Mahomes with Stephon Diggs? Sure. As his wide receiver. As opposed to wide receivers that when he throws them the football wide open 60 yards down the field, they drop it as they're on their way to a clear touchdown. Other than that, like, are you saying instead of that, having guys who like, yeah, go up and make plays for you, make you better? I, I feel like we're sort of getting into the woods here with the, you know, when the Patriots were good and Tom Brady was awesome, it became passe to say that Tom Brady was the best. It's like, well, pff, that's what Joe Blow thinks mm-hmm. that Tom Brady's in reality. Matt Ryan's the best, and let me tell you why. Right. Right? And sometimes the obvious answer is the answer. Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs are that damn good. That's right. That's it. It's I mean, just, they're, they're annoying, I know, because people don't like the Taylor Swift thing and the Kelsey stuff. I get it. That's not, you know what, though? That's a you problem. But, like, that's I, what I, but I, I'm just saying, like, uh, how many times have we seen that where there has been a, a person that there's a story about how many times you see that where someone's parent is in the crowd and they got to go to them like a hundred times. If it's like their first start, there's always some little, they're looking for human interest. If you can't get past that and watch the chiefs and say, wow, they've, uh, they've had Pat Mahomes for what? Six years. And how many of those years have they made the AFC championship game? Oh, all six of them. Is that right? Wow. Like that. What are we, is that, is that, just coincidence that Pat Mahomes is there and the Chiefs always end up in the AFC championship game? I don't think so. I, By the way, who'd he lose to in those championship games? He's lost to Tom Brady and he lost to the Joe Burrow Bengals once. And is, uh, is that it? I think yeah, that's, that's it. it. Unless they lose this weekend, then it'll be to Lamar Jackson, who is also really great. So <laughs> I think we could at least acknowledge Josh Allen's really good. There's no denying you know, Lamar's one of those really guys good. too. During the offseason, he was there for the taking. Nobody wanted him. Oh, apparently. It's dude. like, well, he's pretty good, right? Well, that's what you think that he's really good, but really when you break down the numbers, you know, he's RG3. Is oh, he? Oh, no, he's not. <laughs> right. But we always have to make things more complicated than they are. Guys, Pat Mahomes is great. Yeah, Lamar Jackson is very good, and somebody should have said, I want him this past offseason. Man, to your point, if Josh Allen was in the same spot that Lamar Jackson was this offseason, would the Falcons have taken him? Like, I, I 30 teams would have taken him. I don't understand how the Falcons, who apparently could have had Lamar Jackson, decided, nah, never mind. Arthur Blank is still making excuses for it. Why? You're Just say you're wrong. I was wrong and dumb. I should have paid that man all his money to quote Teddy KGB. I should have paid that man his money and bring him in. That's the guy. And we said last year during the offseason, don't you think it's kind of odd that no one else wants this guy? That's bizarre. Now, I know he has had concerns about possible injuries and last year wasn't his best year ever. This is a guy, like I said yesterday, who I've never seen anyone on a football field that's a quarterback that is able to run down the field at full speed, come to a dead stop. And I don't mean juke or pause or like take a stutter step. I mean, stands up like he's in line waiting at customer service, full dead stop. And then the entire game goes around him. And then he goes, all right, there's the opening. And then starts up again and runs to the end zone and no one can catch him. I've never seen a player like this. And the entire NFL was like, yeah, I don't know about that. But Josh Allen, we got to pay. 
It's at, it's I it, that's that's not great is what I'm telling you. That does not make sense to me. Man and Bone request that you stick around because the show isn't over yet. More stupidity awaits you on the other side of the break. The fan. Oh. Why would I sign into the computer in here? Mm-hmm. It's just like 19 million pop-up screens. Oh, you, you want to text with the promotions department? No, I don't. <laughs> I want to sit here and do the damn show. <laughs> you know, it's 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 always fun coming in here because I understand why we do it. Everybody's got to have security. Everybody's got things, but the amount of hoops you have to jump through just to like check your email, go onto a website, or God forbid, if you actually wanted to find out what's in your paycheck or something like that. I mean, it's it's you no, might they got to send codes to your phone. I'm logged in. I know on my work computer in behind on the work internet, which With is the all work secured internet VPN. <laughs> like, we're and yet I still here. have to have a code on my phone to check a pay stub. I don't. I I know. It's, I wish there was a thing we could do. I, I years ago when I was a kid, they used to talk about all oh, someday they're going to have you get a little scan or they're going to have a little thing that implants on you that like I'm waiting. There's a mark. There's a there's a barcode they put on your wrist or your forehead. Please, please implant it now so that everyone knows who I am and we're just done with all this crap. You don't have to two factor me, three factor me, eight factor me, whatever it is. You just I walk in. They're like, oh yeah, here's this dude. It's him. He's got access to this. We're good. That That's all I want. I, I don't have access to anything important. Nothing I have here is that important. I'm not looking at... I can't get into like the accounting and find out the financial statements of this company. I don't know what we make. I, I used to take that stuff really seriously. So did you. Oh, of course. Yes. Talked about like privacy and people are spying on you and Big Brother. And I'm sure a lot of you out there still take that very seriously. I don't. I don't have the time for it anymore. No. If someone's watching me through my iPad camera, good luck to that person. Enjoy the show. I feel sorry for them. Because all you get from me is this face. (laughs) I know it's radio. (laughs) This is not a visual medium, but I think you could probably guess what I'm doing right now. (laughs) Listen, man, it was front page news in the New York Times in the 1950s, I want to say, that the CIA was actively spying on Americans in the 50s that was like the news from what are we now 2024 70 plus years ago i mean i what i'm saying is my grandparents grew up being whatever whatever they're doing we you it's it's happening what are we gonna stop i put tape over my computer monitor they won't good that's right. They'll never know where you went now on your Google phone or your <laughs> yeah, Apple. What are we talking? Everything you sign into is like, please read our end user agreement, which says we can monitor everything all the time. But by all means, please post that message on Facebook that says all my photos are mine and no one has access to them. Friends, friends. Except for Facebook, which friends. you just gave access to to post that. They are dissecting and experimenting on our poo. <laughs> When you flush the poo, they check out the poo. That's how they knew how many of us had COVID. (laughs) They were looking at poo. Yes. This is, uh, don't you sound though like just a raging lunatic when you're like, in the 50s, they had to looking at our poo. And it's like, but yeah, they're health experts. That's their job is to monitor public health. One of the ways to do that is to look at sewage. Believe it or not, it works. It's also weird and it's also odd. Very weird. Anyway. Yeah, please be aware of your privacy. It's very important. Common Man and T-Bone Weekend. A man was punished for something 
I think he should be celebrated for this same accomplishment. Okay. A Chinese man has been disqualified from a marathon after he chain-smoked his way through the entire 26-mile race. I feel like I've heard about this guy. Is he is he known for doing he, this? He is. His okay. name is Uncle Chen. All right. Uh, he completed the marathon in three hours and 33 minutes, but was disqualified <sighs> for violating the race's rules against smoking on the course. Listen, I, I just want to pause there. Three hours and 33 minutes for running a marathon? Is this a young man? He's 52. Okay. That is the type of, if you run that marathon in your 50s, you can qualify for the Boston Marathon, which for most runners is one of the most challenging things like an average human can do is getting qualified for Boston. He did that while chain smoking. He came to fame two years ago after photos and videos showed him running a race with a cigarette in his mouth. He's known for doing this. However, he has been disqualified because the Chinese have changed the rules on what is acceptable during races. Okay. I mean, again, they, smoking's not great, but if, if you're running marathons and smoking, I, 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 what, who am I to tell you that's wrong? They I don't know. prohibit smoking, open defecation. <laughs> but closeted is fine. Closeted is fine. You want to keep it to Just yourself. Go in your pants. That's don't right. tell anybody. Don't tell anybody about it. Open yeah. defecation or trampling on flower beds or green spaces. So no smoking, right. no shooting diarrhea out at your competitors. Mm hmm. Yeah. And do not step on the flowers so or the grass. Disqualified means like he didn't win the marathon with that time. That's not a winning time. No, but his time is thrown out. Yeah, I don't know what he's competing for, I guess, is, would be my question. Because at that point, it's like, aren't you just running for you? Are you? Were, was there prize money involved? I'm just, I'm, I'm no, surprised. Where, he, he finished 574. That's what, that's what I'm saying, right? Like, that's not a winning marathon time, but let him live. That's a tremendous accomplishment. I don't I don't know how anyone could do anything af I couldn't I have smoked like cigars occasionally. I've had a cigarette before in my life. I don't know how anyone could do anything remotely athletic while smoking for for a minute, let alone for three he's, he's hours. He's been doing this his entire life. He smoked through the twenty eighteen marathon, twenty nineteen marathon, chain smoked through this one. Let him live. Let's celebrate this guy. Don't you, I know you do, have so many questions about how did we get here with this guy? Like, how did... Absolutely. How did you come to a place where you're like, oh, yeah, I smoke all the time. I'm also a runner. Like, a lot of people who give up smoking, they will do something else in its stead. And I've heard of people who are like, yeah, I started running when I gave up smoking because I needed something to take my mind off it, something to occupy my time, whatever. I've heard of it as like a health alternative. That's what people do. I've never heard of people who are like, I smoke while running. It makes me feel great. I just need to know which one started first. Was he a runner all the time and he picked up smoking later? Or was he smoking all the time and he's like, you know what? Let's just burn one while we run. That's good. Timmy? I feel like this is the best smoking athlete since the babe with his cigars. Yeah, but the babe didn't smoke while no, playing. No, but in the sand lot, they really made it out like he did. They did. I mean, he comes out of that like closet that. And talks to Benny the Jet. He's smoking a cigar with a yeah. bat over his shoulder. That's true. That's great. They did do that. Who was it in the, uh, was it the Chiefs quarterback that was photographed? Lynn Dawson. Lenny Dawson. Dawson. Good. Yeah. Was photographed in the locker room of Super Bowl three. I want to say, at halftime. Smoking. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's probably as close as we've come to a smoking athlete. And that, that was photographed in a recent vintage. I know what you're saying if you're, like, 
older than 50, you're probably saying there were lots of people smoking back one in the of, day. One of my favorite Sports Illustrated covers, may they maybe rest in maybe. peace? Maybe. We don't know. I have no idea. Is former White Sox player Dick Allen smoking a cigarette while juggling baseballs in the dugout? I, now, he wasn't playing, but still no, he's but in still. the dugout smoking a cigarette and juggling. Multi-talented. No kidding. Well, I just, I think that's a different time, isn't it? And that I've seen in the photo that that is great. That's that's a White Sox uniform I rarely red, remember the exists. the White Sox uniform. That's right. Well, they changed their uniform a million times. They've kept these for almost 40 years. Yeah, the the black and white look you're yeah. saying? Yeah, right. I'm, uh, this, I was not familiar until fairly recently of the just, they look like the Phillies kind of with that. Yeah. Uniform cover. If you just glance at it, you'd say, oh, is that someone on the Phillies? It's red pinstripes. Right. It doesn't, I would never have called that a Sox uniform until just recently I found out it even existed. The other one I would think of is John Daly, who would that's, actively golf with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. That's true. And I also would say, if you don't think John Daly looked very athletic, you're right. But he did win two majors. No, I, I get it. Yeah, you don't rumor, have to be. You don't have to look and be like Tiger Woods to be successful in that sport. No, but also the story is that like in high school he looked like that and was dunking basketballs and was like an all like could play every sport kind of guy, like just one of those bigger dudes who could do everything. Right? That's hard to imagine. I know, but that's that's the story on him is that he's done all these different things. He was fairly athletic given his size. Brian Johnson is fired as Eagles offensive coordinator. Sorry to hear that. That's too bad. The lead singer of ACDC. I'm sorry, what's the play? Bubble screen! Play clock is running out and he's just shouting at you. Yeah. I'll tell you, man, these head coaches, they're all about we're, we're a team. We win as a team. We lose as a team. Then when your owner gets on the phone and says, hey, if you don't fire everybody, we're going to fire you. Yeah, that's they right. They make those changes pretty quick, don't they? Sure enough. I like uh, I like how loyalty and accountability are two things that a lot of head coaches preach all the time. And I kind of think they're at odds with each other, aren't they? Like, you can be loyal, but then loyalty means you're not going to really hold people accountable, are you? Ask, oh, Jerry, enough. ask Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones is an extremely loyal owner to his coaches. Does he hold them accountable? Not really. But if you hold coaches accountable and say, if you don't get the job done, I don't care what you did in the past, you're gone. That is going to be something that's going to go kind of against loyalty. And I'm not saying it's bad to pick either one. But what I am saying is you can't have both of them on the wall of your locker room. I think you got to pick one of those. <laughs> Common Man and T-Bone Weekend is coming up. The Fan, Ohio Sports Destiny. Buckeyes lose to Nebraska last well, night. That's that is actual dumb stuff. I mean, it's, well, I mean, it's dumb. You want to talk about it? No, no, I, I, I have want to talk about it. I have. I'm saying it's dumb, so it qualifies for Wild Card Wednesday because that was just abjectly stupid. The Ohio way that, State the way that game went has now lost 13 straight road games. Last road game they won was January 1st of last year. Um, look. You could say to yourself, well, what are you going to do? Nebraska hit shots last night. Okay. I'm, I, I'm tired mm-hmm. of saying this. Buckeyes mm-hmm. missed their open shots. 
Because, you know, eventually those shots are going to fall. First of all, I don't know that. (laughs) How long has that been a thought? You can leave me open out there, and I just keep taking shots. Or the defense understands what they don't have to do to defend this Buckeye team, which is put a hand in their face outside by the perimeter because the Buckeyes cannot consistently make an outside shot. So there's that. And then there's the fact that you are so weak and soft defensively, both on the glass, at the perimeter, where Nebraska can pretty much do what they want to do and find an open look. Well, there's that. There's also, I mean, look, I feel like it's it's frustrating to me because I hear Chris Holtman saying things after the game where it's like, well, we're soft right now. We're, we're soft. We're not playing the way we could be. We're not as tough as we need to be. Take the words right now out of that statement. Right. You're soft. I mean, period. But, but here's the problem. Why is this team like that, Chris? That's your fault. You're the head coach. You are the one who hits the portal every year finding guys that come in here and can't get the job done. None of those guys seem to improve. After last night's game, I went and flipped on Creighton and Xavier because I just wanted to watch actual basketball be played by two good teams, not one team that actually knows how to play. And I watched a game where it went back and forth. Xavier kind of was up. Creighton's ranked. Xavier's not. Xavier had a rough start to the year. Sean Miller is there. Sean, sweating out of his shirts. But you know what happened with that team? They got a bunch of guys in the portal, start of the year. Those guys didn't play well together. And then they came together and have developed a little bit more playing under Sean Miller. And I'm sure they will continue to get better because that's what good to great coaches do. Even the ones who have been found to be massively corrupt. I'm just pointing out that your team can improve over a season. Remember that? Remember how teams used to do that around here? No. Where they would get better over time? Not, we got a bunch of guys who are, we think, good. They come in, have a couple games in December, and then Big Ten season hits. There's no development. There's no getting better. Defensively last night, this team is just leaving open. What was his name? Rink Mast? Rick Mast? NASCAR driver? Like, whoever this guy was, they're leaving him wide open at the top of the key when... Guys were running at him. They're, they're, there's out there. They see him, and then they just run away. Roddy Gale ran away from him, and he hits a three. Another one, Zed Key, doubling down in the mid post. This guy's floating out of the top. Zed just loses track of him. Is that because Zed Key's a bad player? Is that because Roddy Gale's a bad player? Or is that because the coaching staff is not doing their job and not getting it into the players' heads, putting them in well, good well, positions well, to make what, these plays? Yes, of course. It could be both. Coaching staff's not doing a good enough job. And I'm not going to say bad player, but it's quite possible. Roddy Gale, Zed Key, not good enough. Well, not what they should be. Right. Who is telling Zed Key to continue to shrink? (laughs) Start eating carbs, my friend. I've said this before. Get that ass as big as you possibly can and park yourself in the lane. Well, but the... uh... Yes, but then the idea is if you're going to slim down, it would be so that you could go out and defend guys but on the perimeter. But he can't do like that Biggs well. who run out to the three-point line and start draining threes on you. And what did they have last night? A big who went out to the three-point line and was making you pay, and you didn't get any help from that because Zed Key isn't doing it. Again, it's not, I'm not trying to just put it on him, right? I, what I'm saying is this, this is the way the program has decided to recruit. This is the coaching that those players are getting. They are not developing and getting better. If anything, they are stagnating or possibly even taking a step back. And it is now over a calendar year that's, since they've won a true road game. 
I mean, I don't, I think that's reason to be frustrated and alarmed on top of everything else we know about this program. To me, this is yet again another sign that Chris Holman is not long for this job at Ohio State. And it's only, the only thing saving him right now is the fact that you got an AD switch happening. And I mean, maybe that doesn't save his job, but that's the only thing in my mind that keeps him there. That in his massive contract that Gene gave him for God knows what reason. Like these are just, this is bad. This is not acceptable basketball from Ohio State. You've lost 13 straight road games. 13 straight. This program has become comfortable with just being the team that can, you know, beat a team like Penn State at home. But God forbid you go on the road and beat a Big Ten team. Sure. It's almost impossible. And right. you have Northwestern coming up on Saturday. And maybe you said, oh, Northwestern. Get a win there. Will you? Yeah, Northwestern is a tournament team right now. That gym has always been a house of horrors. It's small. It's loud. What, what we know is that when this Buckeye team goes on the road, even as young as they are, you think they would learn how to play on the road right. at some point. They crap yeah. themselves. Yeah, man. They can't do it. it. It's it's frustrating because this is – what I'm telling you is are there players on this team that can get the job done? Are there good players in this team? Yes. But you also have a lot of one-dimensional or, I hate to even say it, not-dimensional guys on this team. You have guys like Jameson Battle who – what is he going to give you nine times out of ten? It, like if he's if he's playing his best game, he's going to give you some outside shooting, and that's about it, right? He's not going to just take over. Barring a miracle, he doesn't usually take over games. He is not like this ultimate basketball player. He's a guy who does like one thing kind of well at times, right? You have a lot of guys on this team like Dale Bonner. This is a guy who played at Baylor, who's like a big time transfer. You bring in and. I, he feels mostly like maybe he plays some defense, I guess, but not really. Like where where is where is the the transfers that we're looking at to come in and improve? Instead, we're getting other teams that are good or have been good. We're getting the guys who haven't been getting the job done there, and then they come here and don't get developed. It's not wrong that sometimes guys don't get the minutes they should, or they don't play enough, you know, at the big time school, so they want to come over here, but. Your staff is not developing them. Chris Holtman is not developing them. So that's where I get frustrated. If they were playing really good basketball and just weren't getting the bounces, last they weren't playing good basketball. I'm sorry. This you is don't not just good not basketball. get the bounces for 13 straight road games. That's what I... Right. And the only consistent here, because you've changed the team over multiple times the last few years with transfers, that's the way it goes. The only consistent piece to this is the Holtman. So you tell me what the problem is. Man and Bone worked hard all week to bring you seconds of quality entertainment. We've stretched that into two hours. Stay tuned. The fan. Expired vitamin. See, we got another death one here. Expired vitamin says my uh, HICs. Yes. It's been raining for two straight days. People are depressed. Yeah, you're right. We're talking That's about fair. death. Given Ugga X's, Ugga 10's death conversation, the dog from Georgia, the live mascot, passed away. He's 10 years old. Uh, how do you want to go? What age do you think would be best? What are your preferences for how you're remembered? Funeral arrangements, etc. Is that the end? Are you reincarnating? Oh, I have. What are your plans for the afterlife? These are questions that drive me crazy. The the after death stuff. I know a lot of you are very devout. God yeah. bless you. I'm just I'm not there. So that stuff, I can't help but think about it. If I could just design a way to go, I'll be a hundred with all of my faculties laying in bed with my wife holding her hand oh I mean, yeah that's, i mean that's, that's how i want to go and 
how I want to be remembered is good husband and father. Yeah. That's it. Right. And one hell of a lover. Can I tell you, I, this is something that just occurred to me. I've never really thought of this, and I know that's that's how I'll remember you as one hell of a lover. I hope so. That just flew uh, right over your head. <laughs> but I will say, well, speaking of flying over your head, like if I'm if I'm 90 plus and I have my faculties and then I get the diagnosis of like, you've got stage four cancer, you've got a few months to live, make your, you know, final, you know, arrangements, all that stuff. I mean, I know that this is dangerous. I know this is something that they would not do, but like, I want to go out in a blaze of glory a little bit. What would you do? Well, if they would let you and they wouldn't, but like, I would take a plane and like crash it into the ocean. I'm saying with everyone knowing and they can clean it up and we can get all the oil out of the ocean, all that stuff. Or like <laughs> Thelma and Louise off the Grand Canyon. You know what I mean? Well, you like, could do that. I know, but I don't want to cause a headache for people. I want it to be something where it's like, we know this is happening. The resources are set aside. We're going to clean this up. It's not going to damage anything. But yeah, I can see like taking a race car like off the edge of a cliff. And again, cliff? not now. Not if I have a bad day. I'm saying I'm 90. I've lived a full life. I got it. And they give you a few months to live and I get to choose how I go. I'd probably be like, yeah, everybody gather around. Videotape it. Videotape it. Record it. Put it on YouTube. Everybody can enjoy this. The old man went out with a bang. An American Airlines plane was reportedly forced to return to the gate due to uh, disgruntled passengers' smelly farts. Oh. The big stink over the flatulent flyer. This is from the New York Post. Well, they, you know there's going to be a lot of puns and a lot of yes, uh, that's right. alliteration, all those things. Yeah. Uh, unfolded while a recent flight from Phoenix, Arizona to Austin, Texas was still on the ground, according to a viral Reddit post. Okay. Uh, the poster said, before most people had boarded, I observed this man was audibly disgruntled about something, maybe hungover. Rough day, I don't know. But as soon as he sat down, he was grumbling about something under his breath, like effing hell or something. Okay. Uh, the poster said, after the majority of passengers had boarded, the man reportedly yelled out, You thought that was rude? Well, how about this smell? And then... Oh, yes. no. Uh, the poster said, I don't know what provoked that comment. And while kind of funny to overhear, it was uncalled for, especially coming from a grown man on an airplane, well, nonetheless. Fair point. Yes. But the excessively farting passenger's gross behavior didn't end there. The man who just purposely farted moments ago decides to loudly and condescendingly say, Yeah, everybody, let's just eat the smelliest food possible all at the same time. Okay. A guy in the row over replied, If you don't like it, you can fly private, to which Fartman says, That's so effing rude. And another person nearby chimes in, I think we'd all agree you're the rude one here. Mm -hmm. At one point, flight attendants intervened and told the transgressor, that's enough. Yeah. That's enough with the farting and the yelling. By the way, that's that's a retort we don't use enough in society. Just walking up to someone who's that's an adult enough. and say, like, okay, that's enough. You got it out. Let's be done with all this. Let's move along. Uh, the plane was taxiing to the runway but came to a stop. An announcement came over saying, apologies for the interruption, but we're returning to the gate. We'll give you more info when we have it. Oh, boy. We get back to the gate, and a flight attendant comes back and informs Fartman he will not be staying on this flight. Oh, no. He simply replies, I don't understand. And she tells him they'll talk about it off the plane. <laughs> wow. 
That is definitely that's we'll like a talk parent about it later. That is either a like parent with an unruly child response or a married couple that's about to get divorced response. One of the two. The man grabbed his bag and got off the plane. We all breathed a sigh of relief when he was removed. Literally. Oh, sure. I think most people were on edge about what he may say or do next. The trip was only delayed by 15 to 30 minutes. So all in all, I thank American and they handled it swiftly. Well, you know what? Good for them for not letting that get off the ground, literally. I mean, because it sounds like that was building to something where he was just going to keep being obstinate. Right, and right. I don't understand why people get on planes. I know we're all in a bad mood, right? You go through the airport, it's pain. But even if you're flying back home from your vacation or from a work trip or wherever you're going, maybe you're going to a work trip you don't want to go on. Everybody else in that plane is also doing something they the don't really enjoy. Is this guy's probably drunk. No, I'm, sure, I'm sure he was drunk. I know. And that's not excusing the behavior. I don't, yeah. That's when your true self, I think, comes out. When you're drunk. And you can blame it on being drunk, but like Mel Gibson hates Jews. Okay. <laughs> being drunk, it just gave him the freedom to say it. I see. You're saying that that didn't cause him to no, have these thoughts this, he otherwise did not have. This guy is yeah. still a jerk. Yes. Right? It's yes. just that the, the liquid courage allowed him to be the jerk without caring. I don't, yeah. I again, if that is the issue, then I don't understand why you go to the airport. Get like you want to have a a beer or something before you get on the plane. Fine, you get a little anxiety. I get it, but like getting drunk to get on a plane, why? That's not going to go well. You're going to be frustrated. All right, I want you to tweet us at Man and Bone nine seven one. I want you to text us six one four seven eight seven three zero nine three. It is Wild Card Wednesday. <laughs> Uh, Angela's Cakes says, you're now in charge of product development and testing at the largest baby food company. What foods are you pureeing up to influence the next generation of eaters? Hmm. Fried calamari. (laughs) We need more creamy squid going into our children's mouths. Yes. Not grilled calamari. I want little breading bits and everything (laughs) just in there. (laughs) Should give them a little breadcrumb packet that you sprinkle on after you open up the baby food. That's fine. Gives it texture. Oh, I I can't. I don't know what I mean. I don't even know how to influence someone with what. what well, can would I tell you something? Them? Is it any better that we serve the kids the baby strained peas or cream yeah, pea? Like, I'm it's sure disgusting. It's not, I'm sure it's not that much better, but at least I don't know why a vegetable being like strained or mushed. It's like right, yeah, how about this? That's more. I don't know why because it all ends up that way. Why, why do we just assume that hey, peas and carrots? That's fine for baby food, but asparagus? No, because that's what I want. I want the pea to smell even worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know the answer on that, honestly. I mean, to me, the only foods that make a lot of sense to be pureed are things like potatoes, apples. I like an applesauce. I can do that. Trying to think what about superfoods? Everybody's talking no. about eat beets. Oh, yeah. How I, about puree the beets? I'm out on I'm not a big fan of beets. Well, I, I know, but apparently eat beets. You live to be 300. That's what people tell me. Yeah, that's always... And they're never wrong. No, they never, <laughs> they're never wrong on these food crazy. Well, in fairness, like, we can't stand over them at the nursing home and say, ha! wrong well no but also are we how much are we tracking that i know someone may have done a study but i just want to know like liver king is not going to be a hundred i guarantee you every month every year there is a new food that everyone if you don't have this in your diet well like pomegranates are we still all on pomegranate i think we're off that because remember pomegranates were like huge you got palm juice you gotta drink now it's uh it's beets and blueberries well blueberries blueberries all the time Okay. I was reading something the other day. Doctor said if I only ate one thing, if I told you one thing to change in your diet, eat blueberries. Very interesting. 
also deceptive because blueberries, I always thought when I was younger, like you bite into them, they're blue. They're not. Like I thought that was all the color comes from the outside, right? On the inside, they just kind of look like a grape. I don't know. I think so. Kind of weird looking. I'm blue. Die, die, die. The Fan Guest Hotline is sponsored by Federal Elite Heating and Cooling and Bryant. Doing whatever it takes to keep you and your home comfortable. The fa- so it's official. Jim Harbaugh taking the Chargers job. And Michigan's going to throw all their eggs in the Sharon Moore basket. Here we are, Buckeye fans. And I'm aware that a lot of you listening, some of you listening, are not Buckeye fans. You root for other teams. You maybe root for Michigan. And so if you root for Michigan, probably sad that you lost your head coach today. National championship probably makes you feel a little bit better. Yeah, right. I think uh, if I were a Michigan fan, I would be frustrated that that's happening. But I would also say, well, what more could I ask for? You got three straight wins over the Buckeyes in a national championship to to top all that off. I I know, I know. And look, I, I think Jim Harbaugh has done, cheating aside, a very good job at a program that a lot of people thought could not compete at the national level anymore. And so congratulations to him for doing things and beating Ohio State and winning the national championship. But as a Buckeye fan, I'm actually upset about this today. I'm not happy that Jim Harbaugh is leaving. You know who else shouldn't be happy that Jim Harbaugh is leaving? Ryan Day. No? No. That's I'm 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 fascinated by this because I've heard this from a lot of Buckeye fans. I'm curious where you're going with this. I, I want I believe in this team. I believe this year is going to be different. And I want to beat Jim Harbaugh. And I know that oh he started out 0-5 against the Buckeyes in his career. That's fine. Here's what I know. The last three years has not been good. They won the national championship. I wanted to be the one. And by me, I mean the people who play. (laughs) Okay, sure. I wanted the Buckeyes to be the one to knock Michigan down again with Jim Harbaugh there. They may do it, but I wanted to do it with Jim Harbaugh there. See, I I find that interesting because I am at a different place with this rivalry right now, which is if tomorrow you told me, like, because I mean, there's a chance a lot of these good players may decide to opt out. They may transfer portal it because, hey, we know there's something coming down. Maybe next year we don't get to, who knows? Maybe they are afraid they're not going to play in any more postseason competition next year. Maybe sanctions. Maybe they just don't believe in the team. Well, either way, good. they're losing a lot of talent anyway yeah. just because they're they're out of time. They're going to the draft. My point is, even with all that. I've like I've heard Buckeye fans who are like, so anyway, next year, I mean, we're going to win by fifty. I wish Harbaugh could be there to see that. And it's like, are we? First I'm, of all, I don't. I'd I don't, love to believe I'm not that. Saying that, no, but I like the idea of like I want to beat them with Harbaugh. I want to beat them, and I've not seen any evidence that Ryan Day or anyone else over there right now knows how to beat Jim Harbaugh, currently situated the way he was up until he just left. Now, yes, a lot of talent's going out the door and all that stuff, but then. I want to beat J.J. McCarthy, too. I want to beat, like, all the dudes who were there that beat this team the last few years, and that's never happening again because that's how college football works. You turn the rosters over and all that other stuff. Harbaugh is the the face of it. I'm not convinced that they... I, I'm saying I'd like to believe they could beat Jim Harbaugh. I want to win the game. 
So I'm at the point now where if they transfer in everybody from Little Sisters of the Poor and they decide to go, oh, you remember us. We're more like MIT now. We don't even play football. Like if that's them the next five years, great. I want wins again. I want to get to wins. And I don't really care how it happens. Well, I want wins too. I mean, that goes without saying. I want to win. Whether he's there or not, I would just prefer him to be there. I just, I'm not at the place where I guess a lot of Buckeye fans are where they feel like if Jim Harbaugh was here next year, we'd get him. It's like, would we? I don't know what the hell we well, would do. I, I guess I'm not there, man. No, no, no. He's I, got I, some secret sauce now that I don't know what. I don't know how he got it, but he's in possession of it. I'm glad he's gone to the NFL. I'm glad we don't have to deal with him anymore. I don't know what the hell just happened with this guy, but I, I get what you're saying. I want the revenge, but I don't know that we're going to get that right. Like I'm, I don't know, man. He figured something out, and I'm not sure we're getting it back. Um, if I'm a Michigan fan. I'm excited about the national championship. I'm still running off of that high. But I just wonder, as as this sinks in, what are your feelings about this? Because what Jim Harbaugh has told you is that your job, your Michigan football, what you covet the most is a fallback job for him. You know, because two years ago, if it was offered to him, he was taking the Vikings job. Last offseason, if it was offered to him, he was taking the Broncos job. This offseason, the Chargers was actually offered to him, and he took it. Oh, yeah. I mean, that that's reality. The reality is he was back the last two seasons because his number one preference did not want him. Well, that's where I think Michigan men, because I've heard this said by a lot of Buckeye fans, too. It's like, well, we lost Harbaugh, so now this rivalry, man, I just... It's not going to be the same without him in there. It's like, are you kidding what me? Do you mean it's not going to be the have same. You met Michigan, have you met Michigan people? They're all, all they're doing now is they are already glossing over this whole thing with Harbaugh, to your point, how he's left them basically stuck with whatever's coming from the NCAA, probably a lot of transfers. And yeah, Sharon Moore seems like a decent coach. He did okay taking over that team for a few games. He had multiple opportunities because of all the different infractions that Jim Harbaugh was guilty of violating. But. That all said, this this is a fan base that is now telling themselves, oh, if only our AD and president had done more, done more. The guy tried to get out for three years and finally got an NFL team to believe in him only after he won a national championship. But he would have taken that two years ago. Their fan base is so delusional. They think that he did nothing wrong. There was no cheating. No one knew anything. The son, who's his best friend of Connor Stallions, didn't know anything about it. Dad didn't know anything about it. And he only left because Michigan didn't pay him enough. No, he left because he didn't want to stay at Michigan. He wanted to coach in the NFL, and he would have done that two years ago without anything. So don't give me this crap about, oh, Jim Harbaugh, he loved Michigan. Yeah, I, I know he did. He loved it in his own weird way. He wanted yes. to go to the NFL he, he for three years, back. and he finally got the chance, and he left. He wanted to go back. Um, Look, and you can say, well, you're just, your ass is just chapped because he beat you. You're damn right. Yeah. You're damn but, right. But, look, that, but does, that doesn't mean that it's true. It can also be true, can right. it? But my ass is chapped. That's right. <sighs> I saw that today from, uh, there's Ari Wasserman, who... I forget where uh, the athletic, I think he writes for now once upon a time covered the Buckeyes. He had a piece that was, you know, basically saying, Hey, it's pretty weak and soft. The Buckeye fans to keep pointing out the cheating, even though yes, the cheating probably did happen. Get over it. Buckeye fans. It's like, well, hold on. Can't we acknowledge all things can be true here that Harbaugh was able to get it done multiple times against the Buckeyes. Not this year. He didn't coach him. 
in that game, but you understand. Like, he put the his team, team together. Did. That's, yeah, that's fine. his staff. That's his team. Right. I'm just saying for the technicality people, like, yes, I know he didn't coach in this game, but he coached, he built the team, all that stuff, picked all these guys, all that. There was also cheating that it seems like, given all the information that's out there, happened. Why is it soft? We don't have to have black and white on the sports no, figures. No, that drives me crazy. We they talk are, about it all the time. Jim Harbaugh is a great coach. It appears, I don't understand how, but we have to acknowledge he's done really good things with that Michigan program, some way, shape, or form, up to and including anything within his power and then something a little beyond what was allowed by the rules, and he got away with it. He got him a championship. He got a big contract to go to the NFL. If he had Michigan, they not get away with it. No, but he's he, getting away. He's with it. getting away with it. Absolutely. But we can acknowledge that a guy basically robbed the bank, got out of town, and the sheriff's going, "Well, when I get my gun and I get my badge, I'm going to find that guy who did it. We're going to catch him." That's the, always the NCAA. Barney Fife sitting there trying to figure out where the keys are to the jail. That's that's what the NCAA is. Jim Harbaugh got out of town and got away with it. The no doubt about it. And if you're mad about that as a Buckeye fan, there's nothing wrong with no, that. No, we talk about this all the time on this show, and that's why you and I hate the talking head shows on TV. Because they will take one thing, is Dak Prescott good? It's either Dak Prescott is good or he's awful. Right. And should essentially be executed. Right? <laughs> yeah. And they'll no spend 15 minutes on that. The reality is, life and sports is more nuanced than that. Multiple things can be true. You can be chapped because Ohio State has lost to Michigan. You can believe that Jim Harbaugh was and is a cheater. You can believe that Jim Harbaugh was just better at his job than Ryan Day. You can admit that Ryan Day has been a disappointment. All of these things can be true. Right. All right. It doesn't change Ryan Day's status here. Ryan Day has one job this year. It is to beat Michigan and win the Big Ten. Anything else, see at the sitco. Especially with the amount of NIL money and the transfer portal, the way it went down this offseason, there is no other alternative. Oh, you, yeah. have, you have one job, buddy, and I, I don't care. I, we can keep pointing to this and say, that, oh, this person did this. Doesn't matter. That still is true about Michigan. Cheater, did things yeah, the wrong way. Right. However, that doesn't change the fact that Ohio State hasn't done things the right way. Absolutely, absolutely correct. You can also acknowledge all that, too. I, I just, I mean, I, I look at the Jim Harbaugh thing this way. We knew what the stakes were in this game. Everyone knew before this last iteration of the OSU-Michigan game, and I feel like it was the end of an era of that rivalry in the sense of next year, if you beat Michigan in this game, there is a possibility, not maybe next year because maybe they aren't as good, I don't know, but if you beat Michigan next year, there's a chance that you play them again the next week. That's not been a thing before. It is now, right? They yes. can play them in the Big Ten Championship. Yeah. There's also a chance you play them in a 12-team playoff if you're both in the Big Ten Championship game. There's a chance you're both in that, win or lose that rematch, and then there could be a third. We could have a three-game series of this rivalry. That's unprecedented. If you lose the Michigan game now, that's not a guarantee that you're just not going to be in the college football playoffs. It wasn't with a four-team playoff. It certainly won't be with a 12-team playoff. The stakes of that game are going to be what they always have been, which is the pride of beating Michigan and saying you got it done in that game. But there is also a very good chance that the coach that loses the Michigan-Ohio State game every year, that coach may then go win the Big Ten and win a national championship in the same year. So we have to process that differently. Regardless... That's different than what it was up until November of this past year. 
That's what I'm saying ended. And your last best chance to get Michigan down like that and end their title hopes and end all that stuff, that went out the door when you lost. More Common Man and T-Bone Weekend is coming up after the break. Don't leave. I can see you. There's nothing better than this anyway. That's clearly a lie. It is Wild Card Wednesday. Before I get to more of your wild cards, we've missed an important date on the calendar. Yesterday, a big thing happened, a huge milestone. And for someone that I know you have a lot of affection for, certainly I do as well, many of our audience do, happy 50th birthday to Tiffany Thiessen. Yeah, Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Well, I'm just going by what I, I don't care what she calls herself now. She's Tiffany She Thiessen. is Kelly Kapowski. She is Valerie Malone from 90210. She is something. Yeah, well, she posted a, a picture. You can see it on her Twitter, which, again, I know what you say her name is. Her name is Tiffany Thiessen on Twitter. So if you like to see it, you can go there on Twitter, on Instagram, that too. Uh, she, her her 2.4 million followers got to see a picture of her sitting on her bed, uh, accompanied with nothing but it looks like a bed sheet mm-hmm. wrapped around her uh, sensitive bits. But otherwise, she's doing great. Uh, she said on the her comment on the post was over the hill. Hashtag this is 50. And uh, let, right, her let her live, man. Let her live. That's going uh, to feel good about yourself. She feels good about herself. She looks good about herself. Well, I, I know, but she feels she's, good about herself. She's, doing great and that makes her even sexier yeah when you feel good about yourself when you're confident in what you've got going on yeah i would say it's probably easier to have confidence when you look like tiffany Thiessen than you know like Speak most people yourself i got confidence do you you doing, got, that? You doing a photo shoot like that throwing panties at me every time i walk out of the is that, studio is that right that's right oh i didn't know that i'm and not then i swat them back in their face and say i don't want your panties and that makes them throw even more panties knowing you i actually do think if like if you were a rock star and you were on a stage or even just doing this job, you're on stage and someone like threw their underwear at you, you would, your first reaction would be gross. Yes, that is. You gross. would not at all be like, wow, I don't hey. care whose underwear it is. It's disgusting. Even okay. Margot Robbie's in the I crowd and she care. takes her bra off and her underwear it's, and just I, throws it at you. No. And then she's like, I'd say, I hey, Margo, even, yeah. you and I can get together if you want at a designated time after we've both taken showers. <laughs> but this dirty underwear crap, that's not going to work for me. Sorry. P.S. Sorry about your lack of Oscar nomination. Right. Yeah. Common Man and T-Bone Weekend. I was having lunch today. Went to uh, Chipotle. Yes. And had a little problem with the fountain drink. So I get my little fountain drink and go to get my DC Mm -hmm. Diet Coke. Yeah. Hit the lever. Water flies everywhere. Really? Everywhere. Water. I came to find out, yes, it was just water. Oh, okay. Because they didn't fill the machine so it was just carbonated oh, water so it was, there was like, no syrup in it so it was a soda just not there was no syrup to the soda yes but what they also did not do for the day is put the nozzles on the machine so if there's no nozzle on the machine it just sprays everywhere like a sprinkler oh right it goes yeah. everywhere my clothes are soaked my arm is soaked and i had my burrito bowl right there and so all this water gets in my burrito bowl yeah and okay. so the employee sees this, yes, laughs, and says, oh, I forgot those nozzles. Good thing it's just water, and then just sort of walks away. Oh, no, no, so no. So I've got no, a no, 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 soupy no. burrito bowl that I paid $15 for. No, 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 no. My clothes are all wet. No, no, no. Like, And I can't get my DC. Let me, here's where I'm at with, like, fast food, 
service industry, anything like that. I have a lot of respect for everyone who works in those industries because I know you catch hell all the time. And and you probably work for someone who's probably not the greatest either. And, and I didn't give him hell. I just company, wiped myself off and sat no, down. No, no. But that also like I'm saying when I sometimes get my food and I get the wrong order or I get like I don't get something I ordered. I chalk it up to they do a billion of these a day. This job probably sucks for them. Or that's it's what fine. you get for going to Popeye's. <laughs> it's always <laughs> going to be wrong. I'm saying I've we learned, still go. I've learned to like bring back my levels of expectation and not get so frustrated about it. But in that case where someone sees what happened and says, ah, that was a screw up on our part. Either that person or someone else. This that That is different than... Oh, we forgot your. And again, if you come back and say you forgot my fries, give give the person the fries you forgot. Give them the whatever you forgot. But and when, I probably wasn't going to make them when that make happens, me a new one. But that should be I would. a question, right? I mean, like, I wouldn't. Hey, I wouldn't, can I make a new one for you? I meant to say I would not ask for it. I'm saying if I were behind the counter, I would say this is not like this is not the the man keeping me down. This is not corporate BS weighing on you. It's like. Crap, that just sucks as a human that that happened to you. You paid good money for this food. We made you good food. Now it's all ruined. We'll make you another one. No, the that's attitude all our essentially fault. was, well, that was funny. Sucks to be you. No. Anyway. That's, that's, that and I is go no in there good. all the time. They see me. They that's know me. no good. So you didn't even go up and ask? No. Why not? Because they saw me. They well, saw yeah, it. But, th- but see, then I, I, then I just... I would go up and be like, hey, yeah, I know that was unfortunate. You can see I got this all over my clothes. I'm not that mad or anything, but I did want this burrito. It's covered in water. I, I don't want the aggravation. Could I get? I, I wouldn't want the aggravation of eating the I, thing I, with the water I in I it. I know. I just didn't want the aggravation. So you would think listening to this show that yes. I love to pick fights, but I don't. I know you don't. I married a woman who actually loves to pick fights. But, I don't, but again, I don't even think it would be a fight. I'm actually, of the two of us, you and me, I'm the oh, one. you're the much bigger a-hole. I will go, not like that, but I will go up to someone and be like, hey, can we, can I just get a new one? I'll be very pleasant about it. And if they say no, then yeah, I'm not going to stand there and scream or anything. I'll be like, okay. And then I'll, and then I'll be mad about it and I won't go back there, but I will at least ask and give them a chance to make it right. If they don't immediately realize how bad it was for me. And then after that, yeah, I'm not going to stand there for 10 minutes and demand to speak to a manager and this and that and the other. No. That, that ever happened to you, Teddy, where they didn't put the nozzle on the thing and it just flied everywhere? No, that's never happened. No, <laughs> never happened. Never. Never. Just me. Yeah, that's just what you. I'm, I'm telling you, this is where you, your life experiences of like, I don't go to a movie theater because woman with meat snack in her wig sits next to you in an empty theater. Yeah, it happened. You go that's into real. a fast food place and they don't put the nozzle on it, sprays all over you. And again, I'm sure it's happened to other people. It's never happened to me. Uh, wild card Wednesday. Uh, let's see here. This is uh, Meat Sweats who says, my fellas, what instantly makes you jealous when you see another dude? For me, it's a thick head of hair or a beard. I get told I look like a hobo when I grow mine out. Hashtag screw shaving. Hashtag 6, 6K hair removal can GTH. I do, I do like a, a thick beard. Oh yeah, because I'm not I'm not able to to grow the type of beard that I want. I but see. I, I like. A th- I actually saw a guy today. He, he was kind of my perfect man. Really, had such a thick beard that the beard was in a ponytail, like a braid, like he a pulled braid. it down and tied it. Yeah, yes, I've but seen it, wasn't, that. it wasn't sloppy looking. Yeah, you know, he clearly takes care of his beard. And I didn't get close enough to examine it because you know I didn't want to in, intrude on his personal space. Uh, had a lovely gold watch on. Oh, as well. 
Well, there you and go. And so I was enamored with the watch. I wanted to know what kind of watch it was and his beard. See, I have a beard that is filled in where it is, but my beard, if I let it go much longer than this, like you see the people that have them down to like their, their chest or something, right? Yeah, like, this guy had the big right. beard. But some people's beard, when they do that, it's like, it's like it could, it could hold a plate on it. It's so thick and full. My beard is the kind that looks like curtains that kind of have been torn up by a cat at the bottom and I they see. just, it gets all stringy. So I don't, I don't think my beard, I've never grown it that long, but I've grown it a few more inches and it does not, this is the length it needs to be. My beard is closely kept around my face and that's about it. Also an older man with a thick mustache. Sure. Yeah, I, I agree with not that. Not like a younger person doing it in jest. Right. You know, but like an older man who's always had a mustache. Yeah. Doesn't care what the trends are. Mm-hmm. Doesn't care what's going on. He's going to grow this thick mustache. Tom yeah. Selleck. That's great. I agree. I, that is the people who can rock the it's because it's the 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 length of the mustache, but the amount of space on your face between your upper lip and your nose. If you have like a small space there, a big mustache isn't going to look good. Right. So you have to have like a the prop, appropriate length. My thing I get jealous of on other men is uh, ankles. Like when I can see ankles. you have an ankle. Mine have been disappeared since probably about eighth grade. I have the cankles. Men and Bone request that you stick around because the show isn't over yet. More stupidity awaits you on the other side of the break. The fan. Oh. My microphone has gone limp. What happened? What do you mean? It's just very limpy. Well, it keeps, keeps drooping down. Oh, I see. That's not good. Anyway, no, or yeah. text the burner phone, 614-787-3093. Uh, also, we have asked the, the big question today. Why can we not have a sandwich, a chicken sandwich made with fried chicken thighs? Now, we found a place that does not have a drive-thru, but it is BrewDog apparently has two. They have not. Chicken they, thigh their sandwiches. chicken sandwiches are made of chicken thigh, which yes. is a great development. We're asking for a boneless, skinless, fried chicken made out of chicken thigh sandwich. That's what we want. So if you know of a drive through place that does that, let us know. Uh, we also had a new segment we're working on. Is that right? Are we officially doing that? Yeah, I want to do it. Okay. I liked, I liked the idea. We did it uh, in the 4 o'clock hour. We basically asked if someone was being a b-hole or not. You determine what b-hole means, I guess. I like standing in judgment of people. Yeah. And so I think... Are we going to have that replace? Would you rather? Is that or give it a shot next week and see what happens? And then why don't we, we take it for a test run? Okay, and we'll see how it goes. Okay, and then we always ask the people, so we'll ask the listeners. Yeah. Ultimately, we're here to serve you guys, right? That's right. I don't want to shove something down your throat that you don't want. Also, That's what I say to my wife all the time. If you <laughs> if you like, would you rather? You can you know tweet us some of those this week, and then. Like, if we keep getting, like, millions of them every week, then we'll go, oh, well, maybe we should not stop yeah, doing don't, that. don't you feel like we've hit a little bit of wall? I feel like, with, yeah. Would you rather? I think was we like, could would you have. rather you almost stay for a thousand years or you die? Right. <laughs> yeah. People are trying to come up with new and it's, fresh it's things. Well, it's well-intentioned. Yeah. But I feel like every once in a while we have to take would you rather away, and then we'll eventually bring it back. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it needs just a little rest. Yeah. Austin tweeted us because we were asking for what we should call that segment. Uh, he said he put this criteria into an AI program to see if he could give us some names. Okay. Uh, we have holy misconduct. Don't like it. Are you a holistic bad sport? Don't whole like 
holistic being spelled out separately. Whole lot of drama. Play on words there. Mm. Roughing the passer through the hole in the rules. A little long. Yeah. Well, this one's even longer, but I, it's probably the best one. Kick them while they're down. Unscrupulous tactics around the goal hole. Goal hole. I don't. That's just crazy. I got to tell you, artificial intelligence, come at me, bro. Catch me outside. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not worried about you right now. If that's the best you got. Yeah. Come on, AI. You can do better than that, can't you? Did we overestimate AI? Or maybe that's what they want us to think. No, no. I I think in part, there's like the free AI, and then there's the AI that the government's probably yeah, using. You're right. and they, you're there's right. probably a version of it that's really good that we're not using. But then there's the one that we're using to write like a, hey, I'm resigning. Here's my two weeks notice. That that AI is working good for that stuff occasionally. I still don't know why we don't have it doing all of our Amazon packages. Why are we not making that happen? Get the AI working on that stuff. If you Let's go. ask, can you open up chat GPT right now? I don't know if I still have it on here. I'll look. Teddy, can you open it up in there? I just wonder if you put in there like, what do you think of of the common man? What it would say. Mm. Um, I don't know if it'll let me see. Hang on. Yeah, it's it's I have to log in. All right, so forget excuse about, me. Forget for about it. No, no, no. No, forget it. Was there. Hold on. All right. It's scanning my retina. <laughs> Give me a second. Yeah, Hold right. on. I just agreed to everything. I don't know what I just gave it. Uh, you gave right, it everything, man. You gotta go in for what a you colonoscopy say? tomorrow. What? what what do you think of the common man uh, on WBNS? Okay. Question mark. Because there's lots of common men out there. What does oh. it say? Um, <laughs> it says, as of my last knowledge update in January 2022, I don't have specific information about the common man on yes. WBNS. It's possible that this is a local radio or television personality. Details about such figures may not be widely known outside of their specific yes. region. He's if, just a common man. If the common man gained popularity or underwent changes in their career after my last update, I would not be aware of those developments. If this is a recent or emerging figure and you provide more context or information about their work or contributions, I may be able to offer more relevant insights. Keep in mind that opinions about radio or television personalities can vary widely based on individual preferences and perspectives. Good news. Chat GPT is the most boring person you've ever met. I bet you Bo has something in there. What can you tell me about Bo Bishop? Hang on. Should I put Bo Bozeman Bishop? No, he's known? just Bo okay. Bishop. Not Big, Big Montana. Montana. I know. Oh, boy. It's got something it's on got this. It's got stuff? Bo Bishop is a sports media personality known for his work in sports broadcasting, particularly in the field of college football. As of my last knowledge update, he was co-hosting Bishop and Laurinaitis. Mm. All right, got to get updated, buddy. On 97.1 The Fan, a sports radio station in Columbus, Ohio. Been the, for two years, homie. The show often covers topics related to Ohio State University football and other sports. And then it, please note that information about media personalities, disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. We got This is Maybe you should have put Mike's name in there, not Common Man. Oh. And maybe then yeah, you know they what? would know who he is. Maybe they don't. It doesn't do yeah, nicknames right. very who well. Who is Mike Ricordati? Mm. Uh, nope. He, it still doesn't know him. Has no. He sucks. <laughs> he, sucks. <laughs> he is really awful. It just looks like there's nothing noteworthy. <laughs> Why even look at him? I like it. Yeah. I like this chat GPT. Take, he, she's taking the piss out of me today. Common Man and T-Bone Weekend. Telling you, man, we're going to get through the Super Bowl and then go, all right, we're 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 not in spring, but spring will be very close to happening, is what I'm saying. When you start getting soccer going, baseball firing back up, 
it's it's still uh, we'll already know what Punxsutawney Phil thinks about the uh, weather forecast. We'll have that next week, so we got that going for us. Everything's looking That's up. That's my favorite. I know. <laughs> Here's my whole thing: is that you know aliens. There's one Star Trek movie. I forget what it was. Was it First Contact, Teddy? I think it was Star Trek First Contact. That would make sense if that's the name of the movie. Where it's about how the aliens are waiting until we as humans have the technology to go to the speed of light. Mm, Okay. And at that moment, they say, oh, you're advanced enough. We will contact you. Right. Now. they've, They've been waiting for that moment. In my mind, the aliens are looking at it. If there are aliens out there, they're looking at us. We're not looking at them. No. Right? They're observing us from a distance. They're having a debate. Hey, Fred, you think it's time to go talk to the Earthlings yet? I mean, they've got AI now. They got cars that kind of drive themselves. They can get naked people on their phones very, very quickly. Do you think they have the advanced technology? Are they ready for us? Yeah. And then they look on Groundhog Day. And see that all over the country, people are holding big giant rats up to the sky, <laughs> trying to predict the weather mm-hmm. with the big giant rats. And they look at each other and say, eh, maybe next year. Right. Maybe next year they'll be ready. I, I honestly wonder, because this is true. Scientists have postulated this, that while we are not, they don't think, we have never sent anything from space that could get anywhere close to a galaxy or a play a place in the universe where there could be intelligent life. Nothing, no like satellites we've sent out, no space probes. None of that's ever gone far enough that it could reach to a place where we think maybe another life form could be. But you know what has probably traveled that far by now? Our first television and radio signals. It could travel through the universe far enough that they could reach galaxies or yeah, galaxies we've never even heard of, wouldn't know anything about They think that some creatures may have, if anything's out there, it would just be now seeing like, I love Lucy. And that would be what it might be picking up from us if it even could. Yeah. Because that's how long it takes for the speed of light. And then you're talking light years. What if they're picking up us right now? Not right now, but maybe in the future. That's what I'm saying. They're listening to us. Yeah. We're long dead. They might be. They might have been like watching "I Love Lucy" and being like, "We got to go wherever this is. Let's get there." The, apparently, they live in grayscale, and then they just fly over here, and then they are like, "Let's turn on the radio, hear what they're doing." And it's us from, and they're like, ah, "Hang on, All now right, let's turn back." <laughs> <laughs> we came for "I Love Lucy." We got Common Man and T Bone. Let's yeah, turn back. That's right. I'm excited about uh, the aliens coming me. in here. It really did. Look, and people say, "Oh, I've seen it in the sky. I've seen it. You haven't seen crap." I don't know what you've seen, but you haven't seen that. If aliens are out there, there is no way in hell they're traveling hundreds of thousands of light years. They figured out a way to get here. And then once they get into Earth's atmosphere, some idiot says, oh, man, I'm just going to leave the invisibility cloak off. Right. So these dummies can look at me from the ground. Get out of here. Well, think about how many times you have seen a video of something happening like in New York City. I don't know. Like someone takes their glass of water and throws it in a person's face and storms out. And they get that on video because New York City, because there's a hundred, you know, how many, what, tens of millions of people live there. You don't. why is it that the aliens always end up landing somewhere in the middle of nowhere, Arkansas, and then that's where the one person sees them? Why are they never accidentally like, oh, we landed over New York City, our bad, and a million people get it on their cell phones? I'm just saying it's odd that that never happens, right? 
It's odd how it always happens at 3 o'clock in the morning in the sticks. That's all. Mm-hmm. I'm with you, Bone. Yeah. Thanks for being part of our club of degenerates. And still the phenomenon remains unexplained. More Common Man and T-Bone Weekend is coming up. The Fan Ohio Sports Destination. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. It is tracksuit Friday. Oh, you have the well, tracksuit. for me at least. Me and Timmy. You and Timmy are doing the tracksuits. Teddy and I get you a tracksuit. Teddy and I are out on the tracksuits right now. I'm getting Teddy one too. Wow, look at that. Teddy, Teddy, what's your lineage? I know, like, white. Very white. (laughs) I'm guessing British Isle mix. But if you had to assign something, and we can just get USA stuff for you if you want. Yeah, it goes back to basically, yeah, like you mentioned, you know, the United Kingdom area. That's just. That's pretty much yeah, as far as you got. Yeah. Right? How, about, how about Welsh? Can I get you something Welsh? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Yeah, sure. I mean, also, yeah. I mean, I, I would. I'm not. I'm not anti-Welsh, right? I, I, I mean, hope not. No, I'm saying pro-Welsh over here, Teddy. Mm-hmm. I'm sure is pro-Welsh, pro pro English too. You know, whatever. We're not taking hey. sides on anything. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> you better be. <laughs> oh, is that the Queen uh, popping up? Nope. Just one. Oh, little okay. Second. I didn't know what that was. Okay, I was got a sure. pickleball with Yarmo. She'll talk to you later. Oh. Yeah, well, Yarmo's going to be pickleballing away. Look at that. What does that mean? He had a nice had a nice uh, game last night. I'm sure they're all really happy over right, there with how they played. Too. That's right. There you go. Yeah. Great. Uh, this is the fastest I've ever come on the show before. <laughs> that's, that's... But a, I heard that I was being talked about. Phrasing? Anyway, how are you, Queen? Good to see you. I'm fantastic. Good. I'm I glad. would like to know something. Yes. Why is Yamo Kekalainen in charge of the trade deadline for the Blue Jackets? <laughs> that doesn't make a lot of sense. It makes no sense. Mm. I'm surprised that he is, but you know, it might just be because the ownership here has an even more meaningless role than your fail son does currently in the country I of England. I would like you to know that my son is having an operation on his prostate today. Oh, is he? Well, yes, I, he I wish him well. I hope he's okay. He's having a problem with the crown jewels. I was going to say, does he still wear that during the operation? Oh, absolutely. Does he, wear the, he wears the big crown and everything? It's going to take away from his weekend pegging. <laughs> is that the son of the They the both grandson? do it. Okay. <laughs> I, I he learned it from watching Daddy. That's that's when you're on the stick, right? And you're hopping up and down pogo stick? Is that what we're talking no, about? That's oh, not I thought what I'm talking I thought you said about. pogo. Hello, me and Vigo Mortensen had quite the pogo match. <laughs> the pogo. Once upon a time. I didn't know I didn't know it was competitive, Queen, but I'll take your word yes, for it. Pogo and polo. Oh, there we go. There Perfect. were horses involved. I, I so I hear Masters of the Equine. Mm, yeah. All right, bye bye. Thank you for joining us. I wish you a great weekend there. Hope you do okay with your Wow, we're Whatever food it is Two you're eating. Two minutes into the show, Ted. That's a new record for not caring. That's a new record. Can I ask, do you uh, do you like the full English breakfast? Uh, not especially. Yeah, same I mean, here. I've had it. I don't need beans in my breakfast. They really like They beans. are big on beans. They love beans. And it's like, oh, what do you like beans on? Everything. Bread. Yeah. Bread. I know. Just toast. Toast, toast with, with beans. With beans slopped on it. What a weird combo. I also am not a fan of the blood sausage. Yeah, I, once I knew what it was, I wasn't as big of a fan. I, I was like able to stomach it. Taste. I was able to stomach it down okay. It wasn't it was my favorite thing to eat, I'll give you that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not cra- right. I'm not crapping. And I like how it's all oh, it's all this disgusting stuff. I'm not disgusting. No, it's just heavy heavy. Very heavy. Yeah. But it's like I need my little piece of grilled tomato. No, right on the plate. What, what, are the, what is it? Tomato. Yes, a grilled tomato. Which you can thank us for. What do you mean? Oh, did we come That's up with That's a new the, world food. 
Is it really? Yes. I did. I was not Tomatoes aware. were North American food. What was everybody using before? Not no tomatoes. And guess what? No potatoes. No tomatoes. No potatoes. No, that's that's North American stuff. No idea. Pre-Columbian, they had no idea what the hell was going on. Nothing. That stuff all got shipped back over. Yeah. When the uh, when the Spanish came through. Yeah. Is that right? Oh, this is pretty good stuff. We should wow. send it back. Thank God the Irish had that, or they'd all be dead. Well, that's right. When they had the potato famine, right. that's I mean, when a lot of people had, did die, sadly, and eating, had to eat potatoes. Right. The thing that we identify with Ireland is an American product. Well, and I know this is not traditionally, totally traditional Italian food, but a lot of people associate things made out of tomatoes. Absolutely. With not it's, just that, with Italy. Spain. Sure. You know, they use yeah. a lot of tomatoes. Greek food uses a lot of tomatoes. That's a new world thing. I had no idea about this. I guess, or if I did, I forgot. Now you the, probably said it on the show. We, we and I do, we do owe them for the proteins. What do you? Because mean? we didn't have any cattle that was brought over. Yeah, but that's not. I mean, well, we had other proteins on the U.S. Yes. People were eating buffalo. That's, that was that's were, right. That was here. We but just didn't were, have their domesticated little cows. There was no cows. There was no pigs. They brought mm. pigs over. We had well, wild hogs though, right? No, no, no? pigs. No none wild hogs. No nothing. No. Nothing like that. Wasn't none here. None of it. That's interesting. No. Shocking. Yeah. I got to say, I'm skeptical. I want to find out more. You be skeptical all you want, but I'm just, I'm telling you the truth. (laughs) I believe that you, I've read that. I'm just curious of who's giving you info. See, I'm on conspiracies now. (laughs) Everything, everything is a conspiracy. I got to know where you got that. Uh, Where'd you hear that from, huh? You know what? uh, We had a guy today try and access the television station. Oh? Oh, no. Ranting and raving about things. Oh, no conspiracy theories and and uh, ai and for some reason he was talking about qfm oh okay i don't know all right and so we had to send him away and by we i mean the people who are in sure. charge of the door sure. not not me i'm not standing there no but after he was ranting and raving about ai and conspiracies i thought maybe this was your first guest on the show no. that you invited no it's not okay. uh is it so this man was into alan iverson you're saying and qfm Correct. Good. The answer. That's a different station entirely. <laughs> That's different. That's praise Man, and worship. Have, well, that, are they excited about the Lord or our Lord and Savior, Alan Iverson? Because then I may be listening to that station more. If there's a lot more Alan Iverson talk yeah. on there, I would be into that. Yeah. The fine host of the Buckeyes show, your friend and mine, Timmy Oh, my loose soda nozzles. How are you? Oh, yeah. That ever happened to you before? Yeah, that's happened. Okay. Absolutely. Well, I was all spray. Yeah, all spray. Where I think what what happened was all of the nozzles, there wasn't a malfunction. They were all removed. Yes, that's what happened to me today. Yeah, and nobody nobody put them back on. Nobody told me that this was the case, and it just shot all over the place. I mean, the good thing is, not to put a silver lining on everything, but... Well, that probably gonna, well that probably means they were taking them off to clean them and then they forgot to put them back on which does mean at least at that place they're regularly cleaned Great. let's hope mm-hmm. fantastic yeah. not it's not good for Didn't you help me in that moment though it no just exactly right made me incredibly wet and dirty and sticky well at least mine was just water because they forgot to put the syrup in the dyed coke yeah machine. there was some in my case this was so stupid because we were working together it was when i was working at a golf shop 
when I was a younger man. And so we have the snack bar area and we had, you know, six sodas, whatever your variety, Coke, Sprite, the, the run of the mill there. And it was very shortly after close. And we knew that we all like to take soda. It wasn't stealing. We got all the soda that we wanted with this gig. And so I just went to go and fill my cup up and old Johnny over there, whoever the hell was behind the desk, took the spigots off and didn't even give me a heads oh, up. So you knew the, the perpetrator. Yes, he didn't even give me the heads up. I'm sure like, you gave it I to him. I was pissed. I'm sure you oh, were. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, that's no good. All right, it's Wild Card Wednesday. This is from the text. My boss today left work at lunch, apparently, because he peed himself. Oh, he's 71 years old. Nobody even made fun of him because everybody basically said that he's at the age where it's okay. Well, you know, I mean, there there is a there is a thing to that where at some point you start to lose some well, functionality. I mean, on the, yeah. He says on the other side of the equation, I currently have a five year old who still pees the bed at night. <laughs> at what age is it OK to not be peeing yourself? And then at what age can you start peeing yourself again? <laughs> I, I think it's got to be in the that ages in the middle of that four to four to six. I think for most kids, probably is the area <laughs> See, where I, like I had at a night, problem. You got to you got to have that solved. When by I then. was about five where I also peed myself in the middle of the night. And it's because I was sleeping so hard. I wouldn't wake myself up when I had to pee. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I knew what I had to do. It's not like, oh, I, I'm just going to stay in here and pee. I just wouldn't wake myself up until I was all wet. So there was a there was a contraption that was around in the nineties that would oh no <laughs> it was like an electronic thing oh no that would buzz it would like, it would buzz it would make a sound I've never heard of this yeah I don't know wait, what this wait, wait, was wait, hang on it did you buzz. did you have this hold on I had this wait it and buzzed when I stopped, for what what did it, it buzz for it, it would sense it sensed moisture it would sense the wetness and the moisture where did now, we wear one this? would say why aren't you still wearing a pull up if that's the case but. I, they didn't want to do that with me. It was like, I'm, you're going to learn. You're not going to wet the bed. And when I finally conquered that, I got a trip to King's Dominion, which is the version of of uh, King's Island out east in Richmond, Virginia. So your parents gave you the equivalent of electric underpants. Yeah. yeah and then exactly. shocked you. Was there a shock involved? There was no shocking. It would buzz. It would like vibrate and buzz. I'd actually pay for that now. <laughs> I know. It sounds oh, kind of awesome, right? Right. Yeah. Woo. So the- I'm going to keep going. So then you got to King's Dominion. They were like, and why are you here today? Like, because I don't have to wear my electric underpants anymore. And then they're like, okay. My pee-pee wasn't zapped. Yeah. Right. (laughs) What the hell is this thing? I would love to know the name of the product. I have no idea, but I'm sure it had, you know, wet be gone or something. (laughs) (laughs) Some kind of ridiculous name for this thing. Catch the live experience weekdays from 3 to 6 and listen on demand at 971thefan.com. The Fan, Ohio's sports destination. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus. The Fan. Good afternoon, I'm Ryan Baker. The last time the Ohio State Hoops team won a game on the road, it was January 1st of 2023 at Northwestern. The Buckeyes look to snap that streak tonight when they travel to... Northwestern. You can hear that one right here on the fan at 8.30. Timmy Hall gets you ready with it for the with the fan warm-up show at 7.30. Network coverage gets underway at 7.45. The Columbus Blue Jackets continue their five-game road trip in Vancouver tonight against the Canucks. Jackets rookie center Dmitry Voronkov looks to continue his hot streak, scoring four goals in his last four games. Puck drop is at 10. And Michigan has made it official, promoting offensive coordinator Sharon Moore to replace Jim Harbaugh. He has signed a five 
five-year contract. Moore, who was a Broyles Award finalist this past year, has been with the school since 2018. Breaking sports news as it happens on the fan, Ohio sports destination.